Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. I still want to believe, as crazy as this might sound, Hamilton will be on the top step before the end of the season. Mm. I want to believe that. Yeah. I think he's capable of it. Yeah, it's a good point you made there because I've said on this channel a few times even that I've never really been a fan of Hamilton but I have to say last year the mm. fact that he didn't win a race it mm. didn't feel right. No. So it didn't. No, I'm a huge fan of Hamilton yeah. and not of Max. Yeah. Which I try not to be biased in you know, when you're talking about it and reporting on it. Hamilton is just a different class of driver. Hello and welcome back to the On Track GP podcast. You're here and you're after joining a brand new face. It's me again. You're probably wondering, what's he doing on the channel again? But anyway, it's Colin here with you today and it's good to, good to have you back. I'm here with Rachel. How are you, Rachel? I'm good. I was about to joke and say, what are you doing here today? And yeah, I was like, no, I'm I should. usually behind the camera. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm good. And I always, always comment on your jumper. I'm sorry, but it's wicked. Yeah. Jurassic Park, old school. I'm very impressed. Yeah. <laughs> should have seen it when it was new. It looked a lot better. Really? It's faded a lot. Yeah. Anyway, you've worn it quite a few know. times, is that what you're saying? Yeah. Yeah. I wear it most days. So. Yeah, <laughs> living it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so yeah, back on the podcast and we can finally say it after <sighs> so many weeks away. It's race week. Do you know what? I feel like it's gone on for ages, this br- summer it's break of them. So long. Like, and it, what is it? Three weeks, four weeks? So It's three weeks, yeah. It's not like a school holiday summer break, which definitely went on for a long time back in the day. But yeah, we see all their like holiday pics. On social media, we see them really all enjoying themselves. Quite a few of them have new relationships, so maybe that will have an impact when they come back next weekend. I'm I'm really excited for it. I'm really excited to see how this part, taking Max away, no offence, Max, but let's just take him away, how this part of the season goes and how it turns out. I've got, yeah, I've got a good feeling about it that it's going to be quite unpredictable. Yeah, for sure. Mm. Just as you mentioned there about the summer holiday pictures and everything, I think my favourite picture was um, Valtteri Bottas oh. in the Duffman suit. Always. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? If you haven't seen Bottas's bum this year, what oh, year is it? not. No. Yeah, yeah, he loves like that. But you know what? Going away with him would be quite a liberal feeling, wouldn't it? Mm. I think it'd be a fun experience anyway. Definitely fun. It'd be memorable. Yeah, so, very uh, memorable. <laughs> you know, at least it's not the typical kind of like the Monaco drivers or the French drivers ending up on a yacht somewhere. At least he's, you know, on his own, doing his own thing. He's independent. There we go. That's yeah. what I think. An individual is Bottas. He doesn't really care either. Which no, is I, can't, I love that about him. He is, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But they've all, and that's the thing actually, I think. And I didn't think anything about that whole, some of them in new relationships. But it could, I think, make a difference. I'm quite interested to see how Charles Leclerc, because he's started a new relationship, if that will change his mindset, maybe, um, and make him... But again, all the drivers after a summer break will be more rejuvenated and ready to go. And yeah, hopefully... Yeah, hopefully it's going to be good. There's... I think in my mind, I know how it's all going to turn out. But then the beauty of Formula One, you can't, 
you can't do that. You can't kind of put your money on a bet now because it's all going to change by the end of the season. It's like what Murray Walker used to say, anything can happen and it usually does. <laughs> yes. So, oh, good old Murray for good, Walker. For a good race. Yeah. So we're returning this weekend, obviously, to mm-hmm. Zamvoort kicks off the second half of the season. Great little circuit, I think. I love it with the banked corners and mm. particularly three, three and 14, I think, is the final corner. Really banked and it's really cool. Yeah. But, um, obviously, the main talking point is going to be if Verstappen can continue that consecutive win streak. He can actually match the record of Sebastian Vettel here on home soil for him. Yeah, on home soil. It's a pretty safe bet that he's going to do it unless yeah. something major happens. It'll be his ninth win and that will beat Vettel's, um, what do you call it, like his record uh yeah of course he will, he will. and it's yeah. very suited to max verstappen and yeah um van dort is very it's um Zandvoort is very uh twisty turny i think it's only you can't really overtake on this circuit it's like a very kind of tight tight yeah circuit, yeah. yeah so yeah. not like monaco where you definitely can't overtake you're done and it's boring <laughs> you i think there's 23 last year there was 23 overtakes for the whole of the grid so it is more so qualifying is obviously very important. Whoever ends up, you know, leading the pack, which is going to be Max again. But yeah, like I said, actually, let's take Max out of the equation because I, you know, the Red Bull are a force to be reckoned with. They're a, and I was actually thinking about this earlier. Uh, is this the most dominant year of driving that we've ever seen from one car? I know we had Williams back in the day, McLaren was it in the nineties. I might start showing my age. Um, I don't remember that. I wasn't born. <laughs> I was born. Um, but I think what it is, yes, Red Bull are so dominant this year. However, the new regs have helped because they're not dominant by seconds and seconds and seconds of the pack. They're only dominant by a few seconds, which makes it even more exciting. And like I say, you remove Max Verstappen, that grid below him is brilliant from second below. So, yes, I think Red Bull are going to come back. I think the biggest question with Red Bull is what? how is Perez going to deal with this? If he doesn't do well in qualifying, I don't know. He's hopefully off the, the back of the last few races, he will keep that momentum going. But as much as I love Perez and as much as I believed in the hype of him when... You know, he started the season when we first heard he was joining Red Bull. My gut says he just, he won't live up to that. Yeah. You know, that those, that, those expectations. I think he'll get on the podium. Well, do I actually think he'll get on? Yes. I think he'll get on the podium. But I do see that kind of trickle out. I don't seem as one of these strong drivers that we've got at the moment. We've got loads of strong drivers, much better than Perez. Um, but yeah, it's, it's Max Verstappen's year, isn't it? That's it. You're after reminding me of quotes I've seen from, I think it was uh, Zach Brown over the weekend, where he said, if, it was, if Red Bull had uh, two cars with two Perez's in them, yeah. you'd have to argue that the championship would be kind of wide open. Yeah. So it kind of just goes to show how comfortable Verstappen is in that team. Yeah, and the thing and is... he's been performing lately. The car is designed for him oh yeah and (laughs) so it's i mean the bigger thing is take put all the other drivers like give them give lano norris give um hulkenberg give ocon alex alban max's car fit it around them and then see what happens or much easier put max in one of their cars and see what happens and i think that's my you know not to sound negative all the time about Max Verstappen, but that's my bugbear. He hasn't been tested in my eyes, like all the other drivers have. You know, Hamilton's been tested in the not so great car. I was going to use another word there, but realised probably should say it. Um, <laughs> and has proven himself. And obviously, if anyone's new to Formula One, they'll be like, what do you mean? Like, Mercedes aren't doing well. He's not. But yeah, Max, he's got the car. The car's going nowhere. Red Bull are are dominant they're gonna win this weekend like you say if any you know touch wood but if anything happens it doesn't but he's gonna get that ninth consecutive win 10th do you think there will be a race that he will lose before the end of the season um i'd imagine so i can't even i know there's only 10 races left but i can't see verstappen or even red bull doing the full sweep it's just not been done before that's what's is that why because it hasn't been done before is that why you think i think it it, it could be but uh 
you know, for whatever reason, I hope that it doesn't happen just to keep it yeah. just a little bit exciting. Could be wonderful to see who else can win, who, yeah. who else can end up on that podium. Um, who do you think could, who do you think he, his biggest competitor is? Well, I have to say, if I was going to plan a dark horse, I'd say McLaren. Yeah, 100%. Considering how, what they've done before yeah. the summer break, and I think this is something to continue mm. for sure. And um, and in, in particular, Oscar Piastri, I was really, <sighs> really impressed with what he did at Spa, you know, yeah. to lead the race and everything, the sprint race. And I know he had a bit of a, a bit of a collision with Science at the start yeah. of the, the race on Sunday, but his performance is like, and he's only been in F1 since the start of the year. Yeah. To be outperforming like Lando like that is just Oscar Piastri's always got my vote. I think he'll bounce back this coming weekend. I mean, McLaren got their set up on the car wrong last time out. Um, so hopefully the summer break as well. I'm sure all the cars have had some kind of tweak, even though they're not, you know, mm. meant to be all the engineers and everything are meant to be on holiday. I'm sure the cars have all, they've all done something to their cars. We'll, we'll see a few upgrades on the pit lane. Yes, sure. for sure. <laughs> um, and that would definitely, I think McLaren really suit the circuit as well mm. with, like we were saying, the twists, the turns, the, I think it's so well suited to them. It's like a mix of what Silverstone and, I can't think of another circuit, but which they McLaren do very well at. Um, yeah, and I think Norris will end up on the podium for sure. I'd love to see Oscar Piastri. Yeah. You know, this is only his first year, which is crazy. So therefore, so therefore he is still, you know, learning everything. Yeah. But you kind of feel like he's already there. Maybe yeah. just, yeah, he's already there. We just need to see more from him. And him to have luck on his side, like I say, like with signs last time out, things like that, obviously not to happen for him or to him. But yeah, he'll be around for a long time. I mean, them two together. I wonder if, if McLaren signed Oscar into a, like a tight, long contract because they should have done. They should. Yeah, they should. Yeah. Do. I think, yeah, Zach I think it's for, I think it was initially two years he signed what? Yeah. But, uh, yeah, you know, if I was Zach Brown, like you said, you'd be looking at that straight away yeah. after his recent performances, you know? Yeah. Yeah, him and Lando. Yeah, get, definitely. Get them locked down as soon as possible. Yeah, yeah. I mean they're going to be, I think, yeah, at the end of the season for the constructors' championship, it will be Red Bull McLaren, which is crazy. If we were to kind of talk about this a couple of years ago, oh yeah, McLaren are up there. It's, well, what are you on about? Yeah, <laughs> you drunk again, Rachel. Like, come on, it's it's mad. But Zach Brown's vision, love him or hate him, his vision for that team was spot on yeah you know getting the drivers because you know you've got you've got to have everything you've got to obviously have the car you've got to have the engineers you've got to have the right structure and strategy but and also you've got to have the right two drivers yeah like it's it, everything has to work which is very difficult when you look at other teams which is another reason why surely red bull will look at perez and think this is yeah. yeah yeah and what do you think of perez I think he's good, you know. Mm. I, I was really happy when he got signed to Red Bull yeah. back in the end of was it yeah twenty twenty on for on for twenty one. Wow. And um, yeah, I, I always like Perez, like you know, and he's a great driver. Yeah. We seen what he did at that uh, Sakir Grand Prix a few years ago. When yeah. He, when he's he brilliant. Spun out and came back from last. That was yeah. that was amazing. Yeah. So yeah. It was, but um, I mean, like you know, you seen the middle of the season to go five races in a row without hitting Q three in the fastest car on the grid. You that's, no. that's just you know. And what is that, do you think? Do you think mentally he's taken a little bit of a tumble? Or do you just think ability? I mean, he's, I don't know how old he is. I don't want to, like, overage him. But he's obviously a bit older than some of the, the younger, up-and-coming drivers. I mean, my gut says, come 2025, Alex Albon will go back into Red Bull, I think. Yeah. I think that's what my gut says. I think whether or not they keep, I don't know what Perez's contract is. I know they can always break a contract, but it uh, makes, to be is, honest. He's one more year on it, so into next year. I think, yeah. Uh, and then I think Albon will, I think there'll be a fight for Albon come 2025. And I think a lot of teams will probably stick with a lot of their drivers um, for that one more year to then try to bid for Alex Albon, which again is another mental statement. Mm. If we were to go back a few years to see how he's kind of been treated by the teams but again that maybe shows mentally he is more of a driver than you realize like that how strong Alex Albon is mentally to bounce back yeah. in the way that he has so 
Yeah, it's going to be an interesting rest of season for Indeed. sure. Yeah. Yeah, I'm looking Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. But yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if Perez Yeah, we don't see him that much on the podium after the next few races. I really yeah. don't. Yeah. Which is Yeah, yeah. no, it, it, it's funny what I mean, like we we mentioned his problems and that that he had and it's funny cuz how he started the season mm. taking the victories in uh, yeah. in Baku and Jeddah and it, it looked like it was on. Yeah. But I, I don't think it helps when you have the likes of Helmut Marko coming out in the media and saying, oh, no. well, you know, what was it? He said something about second place is his world championship or something. You know, you don't, that, when you hear that as a driver, I can imagine it's a bit, you know, it goes in your head. Totally agree. However, do you not think Perez knows his number two to Max? Um, I know hearing it is another thing, but do you, surely all the drivers, when you look at all the teams, all the drivers know who's number one and number two. Yeah, for sure. So, is that Perez maybe getting a little bit... I, I got carried away as well. I was like, you know what? I think Perez could end up beating Max mm. this year, which, again, sounds completely insane. And we all do go into that. And so, but who knows behind the scenes, as much as we love Perez, and I love his dad, um, maybe he did truly believe that the world champion was up for grabs for him as well. Yeah. And maybe that is quite tough to hear others say no you are just number two yeah it's been around for a long time um but yeah he's yeah he's the number two driver yeah and he's lucky there's, to be that number no two getting around him. Yeah. yeah yeah he's very lucky to be yeah. in that position at red bull and you look at the grid there are a lot of better drivers than him yeah even the young ones the rookies well oscar piastri um it's just like Give Oscar a couple of years, so he's very used to Formula One. You're looking at a driver that maybe potentially could be better than Lando Norris. Yeah, I think, and that would be race winner at least. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, 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 for sure. That would be interesting. The dynamics within McLaren as well. Yeah, but and he seems really humble. Not to go back to Oscar Piastri, because again, he might not be, but he does seem very hum- almost shy in a way. Yes, yeah. not like a normal quote-unquote driver what you'd expect from a driver um he does seem yeah just very much like oh yeah formula one i'm doing really well i'm really talented (laughs) oh yeah okay um yeah he's he's a great asset to the to the paddock for sure yeah um and makes it more exciting compared to the other rookies i think this year that haven't really lived up to their height but again it's hard i guess with rookies you do kind of have to give them a year yeah to find their... You have to give them that one year because there's always like circuits they haven't raced on and mm. scenarios that they haven't been to in other series. And yeah. Yeah, for sure. But like again, just going back to that point, the fact that Oscar is doing this well and he's not even... Oh, he's just halfway through his first season F1. Yeah. It's incredible. Which is crazy. Yeah. Um, you look at others, you've got like Logan Sargent who hasn't really... Still kind of off the pace, though. But yeah. Not matching him closer, but he's no. still off the pace. Yeah. Um, but, and again, he is such a great driver. And how Logan finally got his super license was like brilliant because it was something that people thought was never going to happen. Mm. Um, he'll definitely be around for you know next year. Yeah. Logan, it's only his first year. He brings the U.S. market, which is a very big market. Formula One loves. The US market, yeah. they really do. Um, and you, yeah, so therefore you don't want to get rid of an American driver that brings that fan base. No. Um, yeah, he's definitely one to to watch within Formula One, but I don't see him living up to his people like Oscar Piastri and no. their success so far in Formula One. Well, we've been talking about drivers and teams so far this season, and mm. I suppose one, one particular question I want to put out there to you is Ferrari. Do you think they can... Can they bounce back at all? Can they can they salvage this poor season they've been having and maybe even grab a, a sneaky win somewhere in these in, fin- in the final ten rounds? Signs no. So it's just really looking at Leclerc. Yeah. I think Charles Leclerc needs to come back into this season. Well, the rest of the season he needs to be bold. He. They need a circuit with high speeds, so I don't know if this circuit's going to suit them. I think they are capable. And the thing is, what are Ferrari doing wrong? Their pit stops are good. Their, by looking at it, their strategy is good. So what is it that's going wrong within... Is it the structure at Ferrari? It's just very funny. It's just like in terms of their pace, they, they qualify okay, but then they mm. just go backwards in a race. 
How? Why? What goes on within Ferrari? It's like, I mean, I think someone said that um, Charles Leclerc started journaling and it would be fascinating to read what he truly Mm. is thinking. Yeah. Um, Yeah, I... It's all on Charles Leclerc, basically. It's all on his shoulders now. Yes, I think when you look at the others, Ferrari are, they do top Aston Martin. So in that respect, yeah, I think they won't beat McLaren. That just won't happen when you've got two strong drivers. And also McLaren seems so much more tighter and they just seem to communicate all together better. I mean, like I said, we don't really know what goes on behind the scenes with... Ferrari, but there does seem to maybe be a lack of communication somewhere, or there's something is is missing, and you do see the frustrations with the drivers. You hear the frustrations um, over the radio with the drivers. Um, yeah, I think we've got to see maybe yeah a bold, more aggressive Charles Leclerc mm-hmm. when we go back, and yeah, I I think that's just it. Yeah, they'll do well. They won't beat McLaren. They will be Aston Martin, I believe. Um, I guess Signs is the. Am I being unfair on Signs? No, I don't think so. To be honest. Yeah. It's, it's hard to know. It's it it kind of differs from weekend to weekend. You you know, one weekend you have Signs ahead of Leclerc, the yeah. next weekend it's it's the complete opposite. Yeah, yeah. So it is, and then Leclerc, of course, had his own problems this season so far at the car. Remember what he was like in a, I think it was yeah. Barcelona. Yeah, but he was saying that he, he couldn't get out Q one, and he said the car felt completely different. And it was yeah. like I, I was getting into it for the first time this weekend again. And wasn't it? I think it was Ferrari that at the last race they did their upgrades and they brought out the car to be like, "This is our the, with the upgrades." And I think it was Science that was like, "No, no, no, you've just wheeled out the old car." So oh, they really? had to take that back <laughs> into the garage to roll out their new and improved. And I think that really does sum up. Ferrari, doesn't yeah. it? Again, That's that lack of at the minute. Yeah, yeah, that lack of communication takes someone else to say no. That's that's the old one. You need to go back in and get it. Um, yeah, on my my things on Charles Leclerc. The question is like to see him on the podium, at Zandvoort. I don't. I I do see, and I'm maybe jumping the gun hugely, but like Max, Lando, and Perez. I don't know if I see him. Unless I'd even say Hamilton maybe instead of Perez. Yeah, yes. Hamilton always seems to go quite well at times. Yeah, that's very true. Yeah. Although, to look at... So yes, I think with Ferrari, their their saviour, if that's even the right word, would be Charles Leclerc. Mm. But we have to see more of a, yeah, bold and aggressive Charles coming into the last 10 rounds of this year. Um... There's a lot going on in the background of Ferrari as well at the minute, which the I don't know. Contri- yeah, I don't know does that contribute to it or not, but you know, you've got like Vasseur and Laurent Mackey's leaving out at the yeah. end of the season to go to Alpha Tauri and I it don't must know. make a difference. Yeah. I'd imagine this is playing in the background with you know Yeah. And you have obviously Fred Vasseur changing things and trying to make things his own and I mean I know you get drivers saying, Well no, because what goes on at the top doesn't really have anything to do with us here. But it must, because what goes on at the top trickles down yeah yeah Yeah. so it has to because if there's a restructure up there there'll be a restructure here a restructure here and it will energies will be different people's attitudes will be different so yeah i think it's a shame because you kind of think with ferrari there's always that can they do it you know you think of and we've got the jacket there you think of racing and you do you do think of ferrari from the the golden days of them but yeah, the restructure then is has to happen. The sooner the better. The drivers probably need to start believing in what the car is capable of doing, what the team is capable of doing. Yeah. I mean, it must be quite difficult to keep that. Okay, we can do it this this weekend, and then a miscommunication again happen, or the, the in a way that the simplest of things go wrong, and it's like. Whoa. You know, we trust you. We, we, you have to trust each other. And I feel like the drivers probably don't trust their backing enough. Mm. So, yeah, every, I was about to say everyone has to bring it this weekend. But I think everyone does. However, because I feel Shah is that driver that could make a difference to the results, 
he has to make more of an effort to be bold, to be aggressive, more yeah. aggressive, and surprise us all really because he's there. He's a very capable driver, capable driver, and like I said, so is signs. However, it's Leclerc that I would put my money on. Yeah, for sure. So yeah, that's come, back, come back to number ones and number twos. I think it's Leclerc at the yeah. top of there as well. Yeah. So it is. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. which must be difficult for signs because you probably they probably both started quite equal, mm. I would say. But I think signs actually finished ahead of Leclerc in their first season to their teammates together. Do you know what? In, I think you're points. right. Yeah. Wow, how things change. Which is, yeah, which is a bit of a shock. When that you would annoy me, actually. Yeah. I'd be like, no, I'm still number one. <laughs> Do you not remember? Yeah. But yeah, I think Ferrari. Yeah, what what is going wrong with Ferrari? I think yeah. that sums it up. And there's something as well that I'm just after thinking of, you know, I'm, I'm just thinking of the different teams through, through my head there when you were talking. You look at uh, Haas, for example, who are obviously mm. are a customer of Ferrari. Now, this this problem hasn't really affected Ferrari themselves for whatever reason. But, I mean, what's going on with the with the power units at Ferrari? You know, you've had Haas the last two or three races put in a fresh power unit into their car after a failure. Whoever, Magnussen or Hulkenberg, was out on track. And the minute they're out on track, it explodes. I just, that's, a, that's a serious issue. It's And you've got to hope that something will change pretty quickly because, like you say, it's, it is a serious issue. Yeah. You can't... Now, this is the peak of motorsport, the peak of engineering, the peak of, of the industry. Yeah. And then you've got things like that happening. It's like, but it shouldn't. I'm no, not saying it should it happen further happen. down the line. Like, it shouldn't happen at all. However, you don't expect it. And surely everything is tried and tested and... So again, I I don't know. I think the summer break came at a perfect time. And let's hope these kind of frustrating tweaks have happened and happen well. Um, because, I mean, you look at Haas and Hulkenberg has done amazing. Mm. And I've always been a fan of Hulkenberg. Um, like even way back with um, Force India, I loved Hulkenberg. I thought he was a brilliant driver and didn't reach what he was capable of doing because he never got the big teams. Yeah. Um, and obviously back then he raced with Perez. And Hulkenberg's always been like a standing joke. If someone needs like, you know, oh no, we're a driver down, let's call Hulkenberg. I think it's always, even if you joke about it now, it will always happen. Um, and that just proves how he's always, always ready um, physically and mentally to get back in that car. Yeah. But Hulkenberg... Again, sadly, I don't. He's definitely a lot older now, so I don't know how many years he's got left. But here's a driver that'll be staying around, yeah. which is brilliant to see because we need that. Again, it's kind of age over experience. We need that experience on the grid. So, yeah, I think has. They are, you know, where they are. But with Hulkenberg, they've definitely got a good, a very, very good driver there. Yeah, Magnussen. That's that's been the surprising, or one of the surprising things for me this season is the fact that Polkenberg, uh, after being out for out of a full time drive for let's say yeah. what three four years it was, yeah, not counting yeah, his comeback, full time, yeah, and um, you know, and he comes in and he he does the number of Magnussen, which if you look at last year, Magnussen and Schumacher was the other way around. Yeah, yeah, I think Magnussen will stay for another year, but I think that's purely because he's got such a good relationship with Steiner. Mm. And has, you know, worked with him for years. So I think purely because of that, he will stay. But he hasn't lived up to... He started the season off so well. Wasn't he fifth, I think, at the start of the season? He started off really, really well. Mm. Um, and everyone likes him. And it was great to see him be part of the grid. But I think he'll have one more year to try and prove himself. And then if not... Again, I, don't, I mean, I think... Alex Albon will still go for like a, a big team, but 2025 will be. I, I think they were saying next year we'll see a lot of big driver changes and swaps, and but I think it'll be 2025. There'll be the shocks. Yeah. Um, I don't really see that much changing because we've got rookies. Because you know what's one more year? I I really think it's going to be quite similar. For, for next year, I think. A lot of teams will probably try to just extend it by the year to get yeah. into that driver market in 2025 yes. and have a lot more options. Yeah, yeah definitely. That would be the thing. I think, I like Joe Guanyu, for instance. I like him. I think he brings in a lot of sponsorship. Yeah. I think, however, so normally I would say with someone like Joe Guanyu, he's safe. Mm. 
However, um, Theo Porcher from Formula 2, it's his second year now, I think, in Formula 2, driving dominantly. If he goes on and wins... And he is leading the championship at the minute, isn't he? Yeah. yeah. I think he will take his seat. Yeah. Because um, there'll be fools not to. So with Joe Guan Yu, yes, the sponsorship, because obviously it does come down to money as well. This is yeah. Formula One. His sponsorship that he brings to the table is huge. And of course, a team like Alfa Romeo need that. I just think, yeah, if Tia Porcher carries on as he is, then we will see him on the on the grid next yeah. year. That's a, that's a good point. Yeah, it'd be point. amazing. <laughs> it'd be so good. And what's weird is it proves, like I'm getting older because I've worked in motorsport for years. And I remember these, you know, the Tierboard chairs, the uh, Oscar Piastri, but it's like young. Mm-hmm. And now all of a sudden they're getting to the point where they're taking over these F1 drivers' seats to be on the F1 grid. It's, it, it's really good. I've always got... I get excited when you see really good. It's nice to follow drivers the whole way up. Yeah. Nearly, yeah. Yeah. Like 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 that. I remember watching Lando Norris when he was in Ginetta Juniors. Wow. In the, in the support car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. BTCC, and I know he's even F1. Yeah. And the the first uh, ever season of F2, or I don't know, was it GP2 back then? It might have been. Did I ever watch from start to finish? Was that one that Leclerc dominated? Oh wow! Do people forget that? Yeah. You know, these drivers are, haven't just. He destroyed everybody in a single make yeah. series. You know, yeah, it's incredible. Against other really good drivers that have now come yeah. on and become really established. Yeah, that is pretty incredible, actually. That you remember, we yeah. are showing our age. Yeah, hundred percent. Unfortunately, <laughs> but it is really exciting seeing. I mean, I always get excited when a kind of group of young, talented drivers enter Formula One. Yeah, because it adds a new energy adds a new competition and hearing names like Tia Porcher and seeing actually I can see how you can fit into that team and they can get rid of a driver it's exciting mm-hmm. it's kind of the nat- the natural evolution of motorsport but yeah really exciting for next year um I guess the big one what you th- what do you think Hamilton will do I think he'll stay at Mercedes yeah yeah I can't I can't yeah. see him moving anywhere else and um you know that's that's his team, just like for for uh, Red Bull is Verstappen's team. Yeah. And um, I agree. Yeah. No, I I think he still has a few more years, and I mm. think actually he's going to be a bit of like Alonso. He's going to chase that that eighth title, like Alonso's been chasing the third one for nearly yeah. twenty years now, and he won't stop until he gets it. No, it's I put in my notes because like I was kind of making notes about oh, where do you think these drivers going to go? I put Hamilton, Mercedes, or retiring. It was never Mercedes or Ferrari. Mm. Or it was always, well, if he's not going to sign the contract at Mercedes, does that mean it's his time to retire? Yeah. And it's not his time to retire. So therefore, and he's been with Mercedes for so long. You know, he's got a relationship with Toto Wolff. He's part of, his lots of the legacies that he has put in place is thanks to Mercedes. They've backed him with a lot of, a lot of things. So... Yeah, I mean, must be frustrating to have someone as talented as as Hamilton, and you feel like, I mean, no one knows what's wrong with that car. No, it seems it seems to change every weekend. Every weekend. Yeah, they're every. even saying after Spa that the poor poison has yeah. come back, and they don't know why. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I think it's the only they're the only team that are having that issue this year. Yes, which is very interesting. Yeah, and it's just like so. Therefore, you look at Hamilton, who is this world champion. How do you put faith into a team? They don't have a clue by the sounds of it. Yeah. Like, it's not that they can say, look, this is actually what we've done wrong. And we know, we know this is actually going to fix it for next year. Like, they don't know. Yeah. Also, I'm not calling Hamilton a liar. I'm just going to play devil's advocate. I didn't see any porpoising. No, well, neither did I, to be honest. But, I didn't yeah. see any of the crazy bouncing. Do you think he might just be saying this to make people think, oh, God, and they've done tweaks... And then Mercedes come back. Possibly, yeah. Or yeah. or to the point that it's doing it very slightly or doing it over a certain curb or something and he's trying to exaggerate the issue. Yeah. Could be. Yeah. But uh, you know, he's been very he's been very vocal on the engineers all all this season really. And I think it was before was it before Spa or during Spa he came out and said to the media, I've been telling them what to change. They need to listen to me. I mean but you've got normally if there was anyone else I'd say you shouldn't be You've got to keep everything in-house. You're yeah. a team. You've got to... But 
there probably comes a point, Hamilton, the Bills, I have said this behind closed doors so many times, yeah. and nobody is listening, nobody is taking responsibility. I've got to just say it now in Jess Prunk, Jet Press Junkets. Um, I, that's how annoyed I am. Like, it must be so frustrating. And you do sometimes see in his racing that frustration coming out and him making silly mistakes, which is very unlike mm. Hamilton. And for him to stay with Mercedes... It must be an amazing contract. But again, it's that when is the right time to leave? Because last year wasn't the right time. When you come to the point that you realise... It's never going to happen. Yeah, this isn't going anywhere. Do you think Mercedes will get it back eventually? Uh, I believe so, yeah. Yeah. I think they're quite close to getting there already. It's just these little problems. Mm. And things like, you know, what stood out for me last year was... They ran that no concept or the no side pods concept. Oh, yeah. And it was like, it obviously didn't work. Now, the car was getting better towards the end of the year. But then they came back at the start of this year and introduced it again. And actually, at the end up, as you probably remember, it was a Silverstone, the upgrades. They changed the whole thing. Yes, it was Silverstone. Yeah. Yeah, it was. And I kind of thought at the time at Silverstone, you're going halfway into the season knowing it's not working. Why did you start this year with the the concept? Yeah. You know? It was obviously it wasn't going to work. Yeah. You tried it, it didn't work. And yet... Yeah, it's... That just felt like a whole waste of a season to me. It feels like that. Yeah. It feels like they've been chasing their tails Mm. for this whole season. And you know what? Shows the belief um, Hamilton still has in the engineers, in what the vision of Mercedes is. Um, Do you think they need to start looking at next year? Um, Or do you think there's still stuff in them to be able to make a difference at the end of this season? It's it's a hard one with them because they seem to have a habit, like I said, going into every weekend, and they could be good, they couldn't be good, yeah. they, they they don't know what way it's going to go. But um, I was reading over the summer break that they are introducing more upgrades to the W14. Okay. And I'm just at this stage of the season, particularly when you're not in a championship battle, I don't think it's you know, I mean, uh, yeah, of course there's prize money in that. There's a difference between second and third in the championship in terms of prize money. Fair yeah. enough, but you know, I I, I think. Well, when, when do you pull the trigger and say, well, this isn't working, let's start again? Yeah. You know? Yeah, because I think Red Bull must surely now be looking at next year and I think get are. themselves yeah. ready for <laughs> next year because they know, do you know what? We're good. We yeah. can coast now. We are good. And yeah, you kind of feel like Mercedes don't spend the rest of this year trying to do it, and you miss that opening the boat, as it were, yeah. for next season. But they obviously, I don't think they're going to do that. I think it's it, it's just a shame, isn't it? I feel George Russell, I felt, didn't do as well last time out. I felt like he kind of, I don't know if bottled it is the right mm. terminology. Um, like, they're good together. They're very different drivers. Yeah. Very different style of drivers. Um, I don't know, I like George Russell. I I feel like there's more exciting drivers. Mm on the grid that but again George isn't going anywhere he's still no. the he, newbie be there. Yeah. he's a very good number two for the moment um, yeah. yeah yeah so I think I don't think Mercedes will beat McLaren this year you don't think so no which I hate saying because I was the one always you know feels bad to think of the good old days which wasn't that long ago um they'll do it mercedes will i still want to believe as crazy as this might sound hamilton will be on the top step before the end of the season Mm. i want to believe that yeah i think he's capable of it yeah it's a good point you made there because i've said on this channel a few times even that i've never really been a fan of hamilton but i have to say last year the Mm. fact that he didn't win a race it Mm. didn't feel right no. So it didn't. No, I'm a huge fan of Hamilton yeah. and not of Max. Yeah. Which I try not to be biased in, you know, when you're talking about it or reporting on it. Hamilton is just a different class of driver, mm. I personally think. And we have seen glimmers of that, of what he is capable of doing when he's had the time. And he, he he's, he's it, it's a whole package. It's just that car. That, uh, that that qualifying lap, the pole position lap from Singapore, I think 2018. That's the one that yes, yes. comes out of my mind. Do you know what? Just... I was actually thinking of Singapore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you see what he's capable of doing. It's 
everything a driver should be, he, he, he is, is. He's just switched on. He's, yes. you know, he's no matter what's unreal. going on here, it's like, and he, he can do it. And, yeah. and he's got the skills. His overtaking is fantastic. His tyre management. I mean, I know with Zandvoort, the um, Pirelli are bringing in the, the tougher tyres um, because of what the circuit's like. Mm. That, I mean, Hamilton will be fine with working out that. I think they don't want to do something up to like five pit stops. They don't want to have to do that. So it's all down to whichever, which makes me think in a way Ferrari won't be that good with the harder tyres. I don't think they are. But yeah, Matt, um, Hamilton's fantastic with tyre management. He's yeah. in a wet race. He's brilliant. He's, yeah, I just, it just feels really unfair because the Mercedes car and team let him down every yeah. single race even if qualies go great for him and we we're like oh that's it now i can get cocky he's gonna win yeah and then what happens in the race happens i wonder what do you know what the weather conditions are going to be like this uh weekend? i haven't seen anything to suggest that there won't be that it'll be rain or anything yeah but, uh, yeah no i think they're going to be generally okay so they are yeah <laughs> you actually you've reminded me of a, a story i have actually in hamilton you're on about his tire management mm. i remember being at silverstone in 2019 i went over i was still living in ireland at the time and i came over for the race and there was that race i forget what happened i think it was giovanazzi spun into the gravel the safety car oh, yeah. came out like after like, 10 laps or something hamilton pits for hards did about whatever 40 laps or whatever was left on those hard set of tires and on the final lap, because I remember I was standing across from the checkered flag, Stormzy is waving the flag, everybody's going nuts because <laughs> Hamilton won. And uh, he goes, uh, he comes across the line and sets the fastest lap on 40 lap old hearts. And I remember the whole place just wow. going, just erupting. Yeah. Because he realised that he set the fastest lap on How the last lap. How mad is that though, when you really truly think about that? Yeah. On those tyres, that's... 40 lap old tyres should have been falling like, apart at that on. stage. He knew how to manage that. Mm -hmm. He knew how to get the most out of that. And lap after lap, working at how many laps has got left, what, how much energy he needs to put into each lap to keep those tyres to the end. I mean, would Max be able to do that? I'm not. I'm not totally sure. No, and you know what? And I'm not going to bash Max, but he probably hasn't been in that position where he's had to learn to be able to do that um, because he's in such a supercar that's again designed for him it's yeah i do want to believe do you think you'll see hamilton at the top uh, the... Uh, before the end of the season um you don't do you i don't no i don't know i i, I would have said this time last year i would have said yeah he's gonna win he's yeah gonna win a race he has to win a race yeah but after last year i know the car seems even let's say slightly worse this year i just yeah. no i don't know i'd be happy for him if he could of course it'd be good to see him back on the top step but no i'm not, I'm not convinced to be honest yeah i i really would like to see it mm. um and you know what never say never in motorsport yeah well, that's you, it you never i mean like i say ha um, we just have to make sure max doesn't win somehow but that you know middle of the field um esteban ocon i think can do well this weekend i think he could yeah maybe be maybe I think he can do well mm. there is honestly that middle of the field middle of the pack is so promising it really is um we've got Aston Martin I think we're going to see Alonso again fighting you comparing Hamilton and Alonso there earlier was brilliant because it is true Alonso is still he still believes he can be champion oh, yeah. like yeah. he still believes it I know he's a very confident man he still believes that's a possibility and it kind of makes everyone else think, oh, do you know what? He actually might not yeah. become a champion again, but he definitely could do very well. I've, I've always said that even in recent years, you give Alonso a half-decent car and he will His. finish on the podium and he will win races. Yeah. And we've seen at the start of the season when Aston Martin did, did give him a good car. What yeah. was he doing? He's finished on the podium. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And if it was between Alonso and Leclerc racing against each other, who do you think in the car? So obviously Leclerc, Ferrari... Alonso, Aston Martin, if that was the battle for a spot on the podium, who do you think could do it? I'd go Alonso. Yeah, so I, I think would, I would. I would go Alonso, yeah. Yeah. And it's funny because he's like, well, he's 42 now and he's still driving wow. like he was 20 years ago. That's mad, it's he's incredible. 42. Yeah. Still got it. Good man. Yeah. And again, I see him 
not only being around for quite a few more years, I see him believing that he's going to be around yeah. for quite a few more years. There's no doubt in his mind that... What's the oldest, do you think, that he can, or any driver could do? You can't be racing, can you, F1 at 50? 45 at least, I'd say. I mean, you know, look how long Kimi Raikkonen spent around. Yeah. And arguably he never really lost it. I know he's with Alfa Romeo towards the end of his career. And the the results are questionable. And the, I suppose a Ferrari too, but he was always up there. It's true. You know. Also, that's a good example with Kimi because it's a type of personality, isn't it? Mm. Like he wasn't obviously a happy-go-lucky kind of guy. Um, uh, but with Kimi, with Alonso, they're a different type of driver. It's that maybe sheer determination, belief that they were still number one like they were all those years ago. Yeah. Um, but they are, I think, quite similar, Alonso and Kimi, in their, the way mentally they're programmed for racing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I see I see Alonso. Do you think Alonso will stay at Aston Martin? Do you think this is his last team in Formula 1? Uh, I believe so, yeah. Yeah. I was shocked last year when he moved from Alpine. I would have said that was his last team. True. But, um, Actually, yeah, I was shocked. Yeah. As well. I was <laughs> we like, all, everybody Alonso. was. Come on now. But, um, Chill. Yeah, you know, I, I, as much as I hate saying it, I don't think he'll win a third title. I think that's no, out of reach. I don't, I don't think so. No. But, uh, you know, if you can go out in a bang, still on the podium, still doing well, yeah. good points finishes, I think he'd be happy in a few yeah. years. Yeah. No, I totally agree. I totally agree, I think. Yeah, he'll stay at Aston Martin. It's not like he'll be given a seat with Ferrari or... I mean, McLaren, absolutely no way. Um, yeah. Yeah. And you know what? We need those characters as much yeah. as, like, I love the younger generation coming through and showing us what they're made of. I mean, I got excited when Alex Albon was around and when Norris first kind of entered the world of Formula One. You kind of felt, and George Russell, you felt there was this new breed, this excitement, this, a different new kind era. of, yeah. Yeah. And a different kind of personality coming in. And it was like sh waking up Formula One. And I guess it is with the younger drivers because they're more on socials. Um, they do a lot of esports. So they are bringing a different audience, um, which is brilliant for motorsport. But you do need those, how do I say it politely? I was going to say golden oldies like Alonso, but I won't. But you need those classic drivers. The experience. So much of a better word yeah. than <laughs> golden oldies. Golden oldies. Yeah, much of a better word. I don't know if Fernando would agree with that. Yeah, I think he would probably take any, any, anything as a compliment. Yeah. But yeah, and, and, and so you need, yeah, it's like that juxtaposition. You need them both. And then you've obviously got someone like Hamilton who you know everyone respects, probably apart from Max, but you know that everyone respects. Um, yeah, it's... It's an exciting time. How are the middle of the pack? Well, I keep saying middle of the pack. Anyone apart from Red Bull, Max Verstappen, so from P2 down, who, what teams are, do you think for the rest of the season are the ones that, let's look at the Constructors' Championship, are going to come out on top? Um, McLaren, for yeah. sure. Yeah. Uh, I think it's difficult with Aston Martin because they've been struggling since the new tyre company or the tyre structures have been introduced mm. to Stone. Mm -hmm. but I think they'll get on top of that before the end of the season okay. um, yeah and I think uh, another team to look out for as well is Williams you know, yes they've, they've been really good lately so yeah. that's definitely a team to watch out for have you um, have you any predictions for for this weekend just to ask you oh. before we go uh, yes I did actually write them down you ready for shall I start from can I start from fifth and work yep. my way up Although, actually, no, I'll start from first, because it's obvious who's going to win. <laughs> Max. Then I'm going to have Norris. And I've actually got here third, Hamilton. Oh, okay. Fourth, Perez. And fifth, I think, Alonso. Mm. That's what I think from this Probably, weekend. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be yeah, good. Good shout, yeah. Yeah, thanks. Should I put money on it? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about that. Put money on the Verstappen one. Yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> oh, God, the odds would be, like, you put a pound on one, here's 10p for your obvious win. Well done. Um... <laughs> But yeah, and like I said, I'm I'm really excited to see, like you say, with, with Williams, with like Alex Albon, with Oscar Piastri this weekend. I want to see him bounce back. I want to see that, as much as I believe he has that fire, but I want to see when something goes not according to plan one weekend, him coming back and doing amazing. Um, I want to see Hamilton up there. There's yeah. a lot of wants. But yeah, I feel like the four weeks off, three weeks, four three, weeks. Three weeks, four weeks. Three, four. Um, 
hopefully not only the drivers mentally prepared and ready for the rest of the season, but the tweaks on the cars, any upgrades, engineers, like I, I, I want a whole new energy coming into the rest of the season yeah. and some surprises along the way. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Here yeah. we go. Fingers crossed. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's hope, let's hope this weekend and the coming races will be a, a bit of fun. Yeah. You never know what's going to happen. So. Who do you think's going to... What's your podium finishes? Uh, for this weekend? Yeah. Um, for Stappen. Yeah. That's that's unquestionable. <laughs> I'd say for Stappen, I'm going to go second is going to be Piastri, I think. Oh. And third, I'll go Hamilton. I think because I think Piastri is going to keep doing well now. I would love to see Piastri like that. Yeah. Oh, that'd be good. That's I, a good race. I, I was annoyed for Piastri because on the sprint race, he, he finished in the top three, but I don't yeah. think it officially counts as a podium on his, on his record because it wasn't the main race. I don't, yeah, yeah. I think. And actually, very, shame. very quickly, before I forget, because I know we've got to wrap up soon, what do you think about the rumours of them stopping or wanting to stop DRS in qualies? Yeah, that's actually that's a good point. That I forgot about that. Um, yeah, yeah, I won't be against it. I don't think. Same. Yeah, because I think um, it takes away any advantage like like Red Bull have. We know they have an obvious DRS advantage mm. at the moment, and it puts it more in the hands of the driver to pull off a good lap. Yeah. So it does. I yeah. think it puts it puts it more on on them, focus on them as opposed to what the car can do. Yeah. So yeah, I won't be against that at all. Totally in agreement, and you know, call me dumb. In my understanding of DRS, it is for overtaking you don't need to do that in qualies no and so it does seem kind of yeah just take it off and if anything i think i read somewhere that oh what about changing drs slightly for the main race and the only way i think that would be good like you say if you maybe you can do use drs up to a certain point where you can then overtake but then stop it you're not allowed drs then so it's down to you and the car to be able to overtake yeah i think that would work so yeah if if it's more than a rumour about stopping DRS in qualities next year, that'd be brilliant. Yeah, for sure. That was no, an easy vote. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> Sorted. <laughs> well, I think that's a good point to leave it on. Yeah, wicked. So, thank you very much for joining us, uh, Rachel. Thank I hope you. I did an okay job for you. You did amazing. <laughs> you did brilliant. Well, hopefully we won't be doing it again soon. Hopefully no, you will. Standard order next week. Well, thank you very much, guys, for joining us again. We hope you enjoyed the, um, the, the coming this week. Yeah. The coming weekend's Grand Prix, yeah. and of course we'll have Monza straight after that. So make sure you keep an eye on the channel. Make sure you like and subscribe down there, wherever it is, and uh, keep up to all the news coming towards your way in or on, should I say, on Track GP. Thanks very much, guys. See you again. Sports Social Podcast Network.